hello, I am ben Zach Pontus. Adams. I am a writer. Oh. <laughs> uh, you can edit that, sure. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm not editing that. <laughs> Go ahead. My name is uh, my name is Levi. I am a aspiring software engineer, developer, coder, whatever you want to call it. And this There's is so many names, you know what I mean. Writer's code. Uh how long have you actually been coding now? Mm, probably two months. Two and a half months. That's the like intense. Does it sound right? Sound right? Yeah, I mean, it's something like that. I was going to say between two and four months of doing it intensely because you sort of like have you like dabbled for six months until you were like, I'm doing this. Did I? Was it that long? Yeah, you were talking about like, oh, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to try and learn this thing. Like, I don't know if you were actually yeah. trying it, but you were definitely strategizing what you were going to do. Okay. So I was definitely in the process because. The way that I, well, because I could go back and look at, like, put these vision boards, but I could go back and look at those. But my most recent one, that's why I thought it was only, like, three months, two and a half months. Because my most recent one has it on there to start coding. So I think, I don't think it was longer than that. It must have been, like, three, but yeah, so probably, like, three and a half, or three, two and a half, three months out there. Okay, that yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, And somehow you already have a, like, schedule that sort of works for you. Or do you think that's mostly because of the boot camp? As far as like right now, I kind of just code whenever I need to for that, which before that I was coding on my own, like sporadically, I would take a day off and then I would do 10 hours. But we talked about that. It was more like six. But yeah, see, that's wild. I could write like that in college. I was actually thinking about this today. What part of the day did I actually write in during college? And I was thinking about it. And I think it's probably about now. I think now is about when I did most of my writing. Mostly because of the fact that I did like 8 a.m. to 4 every day was class, just like straight through. Mm-hmm. It was like 8 a.m. class, and then I had like a like a 9.30 class, and then like an 11 class. And then class at 1, like 2.30 and 4 or something like that. And I was like done by five. There was like, I had like six classes a day, like three in the morning and three after lunch. And I did a lot of, depending on what my gaps were, like I'd have like 30 minutes to like read in there or something, but I couldn't like sit down and write then. So I think I did. I think I did a lot of my coding or not my coding, my writing um, at night, which is completely opposite to what I'm doing now. But I also think I was able to do things sporadically like you can, and I can't do that anymore. Um, yeah, just my schedule just allows that for now because I don't really have a, a real job. But I, I would assume that it would be go, going to back to the same as that. You know, What would you rather do? Would you rather do mornings or nights? Um, I don't know if either of those things actually has the biggest sort of push. But if everything else was like held optimized, right? I would rather actually in the morning. And that's weird because I'm not a morning person. I mean, either. <laughs> the, I, feel you. I don't know. The difference is that my my brain is all there. It hasn't. I I don't feel drained by anything else in my day yet. Right? Like when I get home from work, I'm like, ugh, I've already spent so much mental energy on shit. And what was that book they called it like willpower? I mean, technically it's like a muscle. You have like 
eight hours, generally speaking, of of willpower to force yourself to do something, and then like throughout the day, it kind of gets drained out. But I mean, if yeah. you enjoy doing it, it probably lasts longer that eight hours anyway. I've heard decision fatigue, right? I've heard um, the conversation surrounded uh, like around willpower. I think uh, Doctor Kenogia, Doctor K, has talked about that before. That like your willpower diminishes throughout the day because of uh, I don't remember exactly what he was saying. And then I've also heard um, like Andrew Huberman has a thing about like what time of day is best for what sorts of activities, depending on like what you have, what their demand is, if it's like mental or physical and what kind of habit you've established for it already. Like if it's something new, it's really hard to do like super late in the day. Cause you're already so drained from all the rest of your shit. Um, yeah. The biggest factor honestly is the deadline. When I was writing at night in college, my, I had deadlines. Uh, I think, yeah, a deadline is super important. It's hard to place one on yourself when you don't need to get something done. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. But I, that's um, the, probably the number one thing I struggle with. That's mainly why I'm like, so over the last few weeks, I've, because there's like an assessment for the boot camp, like leading up to it, they want to, this, which is crazy because, okay, so General Academy, I don't, I don't have anything to bad to say about General Academy. I don't know anything about them, but like their assessment was kind of like eh. It was like to make sure that you are interested in this. Right? It's like it was more okay. of like a are you sure you want to do this? And if you do, you can make it through this. It's not really that hard. You can figure it out. It's not that bad. Whereas like the one that I'm doing now is like here's what you need to do. This is the project you need to create. We'll kind of guide you in the right direction, but you go figure it out on yourself. And it's actually fucking hard. Like yeah. it's putting functions together and then like switches and a bunch of different shit that like, I don't know how someone that was beginner would ever even fucking do it. If I hadn't been learning, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't think just kind of so weird. And this boot camp's just, like cheapest. He's, he's just starting out. So it's like very cheap. So I've learned more, I think on this last two weeks than I learned in two months before that. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's I don't know like if I've that. ever learned anything in writing that fast. So, real quick, just so that anybody has like any sort of idea why we're doing writer's code, like why we've been talking about this for a, a while, and for the longest time, we have we've been friends since high school, uh, since middle school, since the end of seventh grade when I actually moved here. I would say high close school. friends at that point, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, because football, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like... Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But, that, okay. but then we, like, got much closer in high school, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for the longest time, it didn't have, like... We had similar interests, but we're approaching it from, like, a 180-degree difference. Mm-hmm. We both like business, we both like working out, we both like uh, a bit of philosophy and psychology, and we, like, could read those things, but we were, like seriously coming from opposite ends of the spectrum on everything. And he was very much in this, like, I want to, I don't know. What, what would you say your focus over like the last five years, excluding like the most recent six months? Uh, I don't know. I've basically failed at everything that I did, but I learned a lot. So, I mean, like that's, 
But I'd say it was like all very um, not logical, practical, not creative. Uh, no, yeah, it definitely wasn't as creative as it is now. It was more like, I'm going to try this, fail as many times as possible until I get it right. It was methodical. Which, methodical is probably yeah, a good way to yeah. do it. Which, I mean, uh, there was some success in there, but it, it was more like the journey of figuring out what I wanted to do, what I could, like, keep my attention over, like, there was a quote that I heard the other day by um, uh, um, Alex... Alex Homsey Homsel, he's like these uh, business. Okay, so this is like a totally. I don't know, thing. I don't know this one. But but it, he says if you can't do it for ten years, don't do it for a day, which is a is a great. But that's basically I think what I was doing over the last. To sum it up, if sure. But I'm, to I'm out more going I'm for, uh, and I, I think I figured it out. You didn't generate anything. There was yes. nothing. You didn't create a product. Or, you were doing business stuff, but in no way were you like creating something you were looking for ways to trade things to do arbitrage sorts of things so there was nothing generative about what you were doing no no no, no. which created definitely the is now absolutely yeah and that's so, uh, that's exactly what ties it into yeah all this. yeah what we've recently discovered is that uh i who have been writing and reading for a really long time um have always sort of had that angle on the like generative creative thing. And recently Levi started using my language and I was like, wait, what are we, <laughs> are we doing the same thing? Like, are we doing this now? And the more that we've talked about it, the more we figured out there's actually a ton of similarities between writing and coding, which are, you wouldn't, I would never have guessed. Yeah. It's pretty wild. There was a podcast that I was listening to today that like, um, I'll have it put together for next time, but there was a lot of um, just like kind of rules and sayings about like coding that is that kind of goes with whatever creative endeavor that you might be doing. So I'll get that together next time and then we can like uh, chat on that. But it was it was pretty, pretty wild. Like the similarities. I know you would have been like, damn, dude, I'm fucking all, every one of these things. Like, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. 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 But but yeah, I'll get it together next time. So I want to compare our processes. I want to compare when you come to sit down and you go through a project. I imagine what you code for, like, say, like a website. It's more like writing a short story than it is a novel. Okay. So I'm going to compare those sorts of things because writing a novel is way different than writing a short story. But I want okay, to so see. There's a draft involved. Yeah. So kind of. I haven't I haven't necessarily put. OK, yeah, go ahead. There Unless are multiple you, uh, drafts to a short story. Mm -hmm. There are um, multiple drafts so to a website. You want to just kind of like jump into um, like the process kind of. I, I'm not like very good at doing it, but I understand like how it works now, like the process. Just the uh, like what you're doing, not necessarily the function. I don't want you to teach me how to code. No, no, I know. OK, so <laughs> okay. start from scratch. We made a website uh, that was part of the that was part of the uh, assessment for the boot camp. Again, I just want to iterate here that I am. Very new to coding, so anything that I say, probably wrong. But at this point, so <laughs> it's working for you. Yeah, but we yeah, we're, we're it's a learning process. We're going we're going from here. So, um, the the website that I made, um, which was part of the project or the assessment, obviously, you would start out with all the HTML. What the HTML is is just um, the structure of the website. So, you want to have 
these three pictures up top. You put the three pictures in. You want like your nav bar. You would put all the nav bar words in. And then this is no, there, there is no structure here. It's just everything that you're going to use on the website. And then you put it together afterwards. So it's like a first draft kind of. It's like, I would say it sounds what like is it's this even p- before that. It sounds like it's like a bullet point, not gathering material line, like just like I want, I want a sex scene. I want a dinner scene. I want, right? Like you don't even know what order they're in yet, right? Uh, true. I think you would write that. That would be the step before. You'd have to write everything out. You'd have to write, I want this paragraph, this heading, this section of the page. Like, let's say there's a top, so middle, and a, a bottom section. Nice. It's sort of like a first draft. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You would have all this together before you would put it into the HTML. And then you would have, like, image uh, images on there that you kind of, like, tie in. But you put all this together, and then you would structure it to get, you would, you would start putting, um, let's say, H1 would be, like, a heading. And then you would put like a P tag on it would be a paragraph under that. Then you start like structuring like that. And then it starts coming together on the page. Otherwise, it's just like if you were to put it on a page, it's just a jumbled mess all the way. Okay, so I think we're getting a a little bit of a like language separation. Writers talk about process. Yeah, we don't talk. We talk because the process of writing is the process of writing, like the actual writing part. You sit Mm, down, you write a story and everybody sort of understands the language of the story. And you can definitely get into things like um, sentence variation and all of those things, but then you're getting very writerly and it's like, even writers look at other writers when they get really writerly writerly, and they're like, oh, good, (laughs) please stop talking. (laughs) This is so cringe, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, when we talk about process, it's like, um, can you write with someone else in the room? Most writers will tell you absolutely fucking not. I have to be in a room by myself. But that's the sort of thing where it's like, what's your process? There are some writers. Um, the what is the what is the Stephen King book where he goes to the hotel Misery? That writer's process. Have you seen Misery? <laughs> nope. Oh my god, you have to watch. Oh, so they're not okay. I'll definitely uh, put it on the old notepad. But I, I, I'm starting to understand kind of like what you mean by a process now. So my process would be um, this kind of comes. To, you said misery. This kind of comes down to. I know I'm going to code in like 30 minutes, so I make sure I have tea. If I don't have tea, I go to the store, get some fucking tea. I milk tea. I like milk tea. So um, it's the Wait, caffeine. Did you I do like that caffeine, before. So it's like, did you do that before you were writing, like coming to your computer? Did you always make tea and then go sit down at your computer? Or is this something that started just no, when... No, I just, if I, if I felt like tea, I would get tea. I didn't bring tea to my computer when I came. But now I do because, like, I want that everything to kind of, like, line up at the same time. Like, the caffeine hits me at 30 minutes, and then I drink my little, my fruit punch ju- juice, juice bursts, whatever they're called. Your it's system. a burst, not a... But, but yeah, it's like the fruit punch uh, Kool-Aid. I have like a six pack, those that six pack, and they come in like that, uh, like Coke bottle shape or whatever. Those it's just, it's just the taste. So scientific. I drink <laughs> 30 minutes before that's so like that's about like when the caffeine hits you, it feels like 20 to 30 minutes, but that's what it feels like anyway. But anyway, so the next, the next, the next process <laughs> is I have those juice boxes and I, oh, I have them in the fridge, but I only drink them when I'm coding. Oh, that is the only time I'll ever have that fucking taste in my mouth so i know my it, my brain switches to like oh i'm coding now it's uh what's the what's the thing with alcohol 
a uh, state dependent memory. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, I not exactly. Some of the things that going. you did drunk, you'll really only remember drunk. Right, because that's how the memory was like encoded in your brain is in that state. And so you have to be in that state to recall the memory. Do you think this is something like that? You only drink those things while you're coding because the taste of that like puts your brain uh, in the coding state. I yeah, I mean it's like the same reason that you would like not sit or it might mean if I was studying I would sit in okay, this is a terrible example, but like <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this, but anyway, so like if I'm watching TV, I sit in one chair. If I'm studying, I sit in another chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is exactly what it's I'm same, talking about. It's the same idea. Yeah, I can code without it, but it's. I think it's more for focus. Maybe I think so too. I think it's the sort of like, um, I want to say this is weird. It's weird that you do tea because I know so many writers that do tea. I'm pretty sure awesome. Stephen King is a tea guy. Right. Um, Sarah Labrat definitely does tea. She's talked about it like a ton recently. Well, coffee tastes like ass unless you put a bunch of sugar in it. And then yeah. tea is just good, I think. But um, depends on the tea. But they all talk about it. And I want to say it's in uh, Stephen King's on writing where he talks about like he does tea and bing and boom. And it like starts. It's like a. It's like a trance that he almost puts himself in. I think those are the words that he uses is that by following all of those steps just before doing it. So it's wild that you do this for coding because he says it puts me into the writing trance. Like that way, when I finally sit down and you're apparently it takes you about 30 minutes, which is wild because Brandon Sanderson says he can write for two hours at a time, right? Do two hours of good writing, but he needs like a 30, 45 minute run up to get to the good writing and a 30, 45 minute cool down on the other side of bad writing. And so like, it's weird that you're in that 30 minute window of like, I'm going to need to drink my caffeine and get into kind of, it took me about, okay. So yeah, that fucking project that I was talking about, it took Uh me about two hours to bust that out. And in my head, like not doing it, I was like, dude, it's going to take me all fucking night. I don't want to do this. But yeah, after like whatever the run up, had all my shit set up and then classical music is the other one by the way i don't know why but like if i feel like i'm not really focused i'm focused but i'm not i put classical music on and it like solves all my issues it just kind of like mellows everything out we're chilling that's that's it took me about two hours to write that 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 fucking uh project mine is headphones they don't necessarily even have to have something in them but i i basically have to shut my ears off okay outside sounds are so distracting to me that it's like I can't stay in the moment if I don't if I don't have headphones. And what I've noticed is that's that's true everywhere, right? Like I can put headphones on at work and and go to. And I can't do music that have has like words, because then I'm paying attention to the lyrics. But I can do things like instrumentals and classical music, because then it is just it's just noise. But headphones make that so close to my head, I I can't hear anything else. So I get the classical music part. I think a lot of people do stuff like that just for studying. Yeah. So um, is it similar to like your process then? I mean, apart from the the headphones and like the run up to. I have a run up. But my run up happens while I'm doing it. 
So I, I have this crutch in writing, especially when I'm starting, which sort of sucks when I'm starting every day. So I sort of like, I will write for a day, right? Let's not talk about starting from the blank page because that's like a whole other topic to address, which I'm sure is true for you too. When you're like, how the fuck am I going to start a program? How am I going to, where do I even start with this project? Right? Like, so we're, we'll talk about that on a totally different day. So let's assume I've already written a little bit of this or I have a plan or I have an outline or something. Right? So I'll like sit down and I'll actually like edit the last two pages that I wrote before. And as I'm going, I'll like start to edit through those things and be like, and then I'll catch the rhythm of it. And so those two okay. pages take me 10 or 15 minutes. Then I catch the rhythm. Well, more like 15, 20, two pages of editing takes me like 15, 20 minutes. I catch the rhythm and then I can jump back in. And there's still a little bit of run up for me to be full on writing where I'm sure you get this in your coding thing where like, it's almost like you're not even sitting in your body as you're coding. You're like, you've lost your body. You're just some detached consciousness that's somehow interfacing with your story, with your program. Do you ever get that? Uh, kind of, but there's a lot of breaks in mine. Mine is like, um, I spend most of my time like looking shit up. <laughs> like, right so there, there is okay. So I would say ninety percent of it is me googling shit and trying to figure out how it works. So yes, but um, oh. I don't get lost in the creative juice juices. Well, I don't no, think. I, I do. I, Maybe later, but yeah. I know when I'm like in the moment because I forget I have hands. I forget that like the <laughs> thing I'm working with is a keyboard in front of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just all so connected at that moment. I'm just like boom, 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 and I'm still critical. I'm still like mm-hmm. good sentence, bad sentence. You know, like that word sucks here. Um, you know, I've used you know like five times in the last two sentences. I need to stop saying you know. I should probably go delete this other you know because it's been <laughs> so many you knows. But there are things like that where it's like I'm not brain dead, just like eh, and just shitting onto mm-hmm. a page. I'm still there. I just don't recognize the interface. That's how I like know that I'm in it. Um, yeah. The run up portion that happens before that, because I write in the morning now, I get coffee, right? Like I take care of the dog, I take care of the cat. I get coffee. When I'm writing, writing, then I can sort of like coffee, sit down, go. There's, it's more cants for me than anything absolutely cannot have my phone anywhere near me yeah i throw my like sometimes i'll yeah you'll do like that little oh there it is oh wait what and then i'll just like fucking take it and i'll toss it over into the corner just fucking cream i'll do a hook shot that bitch i wish i had the self-control if it starts near me i'll just pick it up (laughs) oh it's so bad i recently deleted all social media off my phone i'm gonna set up like a post schedule thing where it's like i come to this device which is the only device i have that has the social medias on it i'll post it and check my stuff set the device down that's not the one i carry around because i have i'm like the i'm the worst so i'll like get to the end of a sentence things aren't even going badly i'll just get to the end of the sentence i'll hit period and just that little bit of break between the start the end of that sentence and the start of the next sentence i'll pick up my phone 
So phone God, cannot damn, be yeah. anywhere near me. Yeah, I feel you. Um, and then there are certain things that I can't have done yet to even make it to the thing. To even like make it to the writing desk. If I started watching or listening to something, I will make excuses for finishing that thing before I sit down and write every single time. So I'll never write. Right there. There are just things like that where I, I like can't do any of that before I sit down and start writing or I, I won't start. Um, and then I'm particular about, and this will be really bad if I ever become super successful. I'm particular about having a place to write. Your, your coding computer is your gaming computer, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Is that a problem? Which, uh, not as much as I thought. Um, <laughs> when I'm, when I need to do something, I fucking do it. I've removed any sort of like, I always have two things on my fucking screens. So I don't have any background. And then, um, yeah, the phone gets tossed and then I've removed like any game off my taskbar, Like that was pinned. So I don't, can't see it, but yeah, other than that, it's like not that bad when I have something that I have to do, but I need a special computer to write at. I, I thought that I would, maybe it's better. It's probably is better to have a special. If, I mean, I know it's that it's working is. for you. If it's working for you, it works, right? Like, if I got a laptop and I go sit at Starbucks, that would be like that would be even more of like yeah. juice box fucking fruit juices. It'd be like, oh, I'm walking into Starbucks. I'm going to job now. Like, I'm working. I'm at work. I for a while, for a long time ago, I couldn't write at Starbucks. I like couldn't write at coffee houses. And then I was living with three guys at the time, and like we were living. It was a two. No, it was a three bedroom house, but I had basically taken what was my bedroom and turned it into a recording studio. This is like in the transition from recording artist sort of person to a writer sort of person when I figured out like, so basically what happened, my one of my roommates at the time gave me a book that was about like writing songs. And as I was going through the exercises in it, which you were supposed to be writing things that were, you know, sort of lyrical. I wasn't writing lyrics. I was writing prose. Like I was writing stories about these prompts. And that's when I was like, Ooh, maybe my, maybe my natural instinct when it comes to words is not to write music, but to write things. And then I like, sort of like played back through my head, my relationship with either music or books. And I had always been way more interested in books. And I was just like, I've been screwing up. But I still had the recording studio in one of those spare bedrooms. And so like, I didn't want to like just can the whole thing down. Cause I was like, I was like $15,000 into it. <laughs> like I had a lot of money invested in that fucking room. And so I didn't want to just tear the whole thing down. So I was living in the living room, but like trying to start writing too. And I like couldn't. And so that was what prompted me to finally be able to like go. Cause I had to get out of the house to write. And so I like started going to coffee shops, right? I can do it now, but I still, I'm very particular about, um, where I sit down to do what I'm doing. Like the computer that I'm at now, I'm going to have to install or uninstall all the video games off of this. I definitely recommend that. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm like that's to. you fucking sit down to, well, it's not you. It's like your fucking brain your brain runs so many fucking cognitive functions that run on high ah, said functions again. It's like, 
so many so many cognitive functions that run without us thinking like we can't have it's like 99% of the brain i mean your fucking organs work without you, your circulatory works yeah all this shit works the same thing works like oh you're sitting down at this computer to do what play video games oh dude i'm down let's go i'm ready and dopamine and my but, brain yeah. is just so bad at um specifically sitting here right this is the this is the computer i'm supposed to use to do video editing it's the workhorse computer that I have for video editing. Well, it being the workhorse computer means it also plays games really well. And when I sit down, my brain will go, you can play one. And then before I even yeah. notice, because it's so, I, it's so easy to just have played one and just hit find match. And then, mm -hmm. and, and, oh, well, now the cue popped. Now I gotta, now I gotta hit popped, accept. Yep. I gotta, okay. well, well, I know so. Lenovo's got some pretty good deals. If you know what I mean? You need to get some. I need to just no, make a just get a no like they they do have some like decent um pretty pretty cheap some like laptop or something yeah I don't know if it would do video editing very well I'm seriously the, the issue decent. is that I just need to get rid of the video games oh, okay I just need to get them I'll, I'll just and it's really it's not all of the video games it's just one I really I really don't think I even have any of the rest of them installed on this computer anymore There's just don't one even left. say the name it's like Voldemort at this point I know there's just <laughs> one left if I can get rid of that one. Um, but we were going to talk about this. You asked you asked me like two days ago if it's wild that you asked me this like two days ago because I actually just, I didn't even connect that I just watched something about this. So I was watching Dr. K and he was talking about somebody asked him something and the question is basically like, do you have to give up video games for life? You have to give them up forever. And this sort of goes to what you were talking about before, where you were like, if you had all the money in the world, you'd spend 80% of your time playing video games. I would. Yeah. The other 20% would be very productive in the other things I want to do with my life. But yeah, dude, like my free time, that's exactly what I'd be fucking doing. I'd be in good shape. I'd have good relationships outside of that. But like, yeah. But go, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I sort of like, it's weird to me. Not, not your answer. I just know... And maybe this is sort of like the same way some people can be casual smokers. Right? Like for some people, they really can. They can like pick up a cigarette and sort of like smoke when they're drinking and then they never, I never understood those people in my life. Never. The people who are like, yeah, I'll have one while we're drinking. And then the next day they weren't like going to buy cigarettes or anything. They're just like, no, I'm fine. Living their lives. <laughs> I smoked. I smoked. I smoked a lot more when I drank, but I smoked when I wasn't drinking. I just smoked. And I know that like, I can never go be the guy who's like, yeah, I'll have one while I'm drinking. I'm totally smooth as shit. Like, I'll never be that guy. <laughs> like, I just know it. I know I can't smoke cigarettes. I think I'm also going to be the guy that can't play video games. The question yeah, that's that, is, is that what doctor? No, the question Ooh. that he wanted, wanted to ask, wanted people to ask themselves was, Imagine, and this is what prompted me to uninstall my social media. Imagine uninstalling social media. Like imagine, actually imagine it, right? And then the reaction that you have typically is like, ah, there's some kind of like thing in your brain that like cringes or twitches or like repulses from the idea. And that, whatever that thing is, that's the thing that tells you like, no, you can keep it on your phone. Just don't use it as much. 
<laughs> no, you can keep it on your computer. It's just, and then you realize that's the addicted thing. That's yeah. the thing that's trying to get you to compromise on whatever that is. So when it comes to like, when it comes to process, I am a person who has to completely remove the distractions. You can put your phone on the other side of the room. I have to like leave my phone on Mars. Like seriously, I'm, I'm pretty sure when it comes to the actual video game question that you asked me, like there will be a point where I'm a person who, um, if I do play a video game at all, it'll be, I'm deciding to play this video game for this weekend. I will download the video game. I will play it and I will uninstall pull the Alex it. Becker. You gotta, you have to pull the Alex Becker and throw it in your pool. Yeah. I'll have to uninstall that fucking thing at the end of the thing. I'll have to like get rid of it. Yeah. I mean like that's part of life is like learning yourself and like nothing wrong with like if you just don't, if you can't do the <laughs> shit that you want to do and have video games in your life to fucking remove that shit. I'm going to cut in right now. <laughs> Nice. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, it's just got a giant bark. Uh, you were saying... Um, I was saying that, um, like, I mean, that's what... Dude, I feel like that's what life is, is, like, learning you. Like, learning yourself. So, like, if you can't um, have both, then that is something that you need to eliminate the games, obviously, to, to do what you want to do. Like, if it's hindering what you're trying to do. You know, yeah. Like... Yeah, I... <sighs> It's very much a self-awareness thing, like so many things, right? They're just, um, there's a saying in writers, people talk about whether you're a plotter or a pantser, which is the difference between like having a massive outline or just sitting down and starting to write a book and figuring out where it goes without any sort of idea where you start, which I'm getting anxiety just from saying that. But or if you're, um, you know, like a night writer or a morning writer or if you're like a writing sprinter or if you're a like two hour block person. Right. Like and the reality is there are, are as many writing processes as there are people, as there are writers. I bet the same is probably true for coders, but I do think that there are definitely similarities. Right. We're trying we both to some extent try and limit distraction. I have to apparently yeah. go way further than you do to limit distraction for me. Well, we'll find out because like this boot camp that I'm okay. So this is like, I'm not really trying to like code every day. I do. I try, I do try to code every day, mm -hmm. but I'm not really coding every day. So this boot camp is like nine to 10 hours a day, like five days a week, plus like the shit outside of that. So we're about to find out real quick whether or not I need to, do some uh fucking put your phone on mars <laughs> yeah well, uninstall like, everything off yeah. of your computer <laughs> we're about to figure out real fast <laughs> like, that's wild second day hours a day um the only time i think i've ever there's written, a bunch in there too but sure the only time i think i've ever written like that i didn't even write like that though i've never sat and written for nine hours a day that's not true that's actually not true when I wrote my very first book, I wrote it in 19 days. I was supposed to write it in 15. Got behind schedule. I was really trying to write it in 15. Got behind schedule, ended up finishing it in 19 days. And all I did, like I woke up, ate breakfast, 
I called. I was basically like on call for the job that I had at the time, but they were never going to call me. Like I knew they were never going to call me. And so like I would like call at 10 a.m. or at 8 a.m. Whenever the call was supposed to be, I call them and be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. Let me know if you need me. Click. And then I'd start writing. And I would write from then until like eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. So there was there were times I wrote 12 hours straight. Was I like actually like the whole time? No, of course not. Right. Like I, I had lunch and there were parts where I was like sort of like having a conversation with one of my roommates or whatever. But like, was it ever get frustrated? Oh, that's a, that's something that I found with Cody that it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> OK, nice. Yeah, because there there are times where I'm like, there are times where everything on the screen just looks like another language. And I'm just dude, if I don't stand up and walk out of this room right now, I will throw this monitor through the fucking window. I mean, it's not that bad, but mine's in my mind, that bad in my so- mind. I'm like, dude, that's a possibility. So I'm just going to stand up. Mine, it's almost never that bad once I'm into it. Once I'm going, it's fine. But there are some days where I sit down and I read the I read the last two pages I wrote the day before, and I go, "Why the fuck am I even here? This might as well have been written by a four year old. This might as well have been written by someone who has no grasp of the English language whatsoever. You want to talk about the infinite monkey theorem? Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a monkey." This is the this is the writing of a monkey. And I will like, yeah, I, and I'm very frustrated when I read that stuff. But that's the first draft, right? Like, and then you like you just have to remind yourself that like the We're gonna be talking about there. a lot of the same things. Oh yeah. I feel like. Because yeah. I follow a shitload. I feel like when I do this type of stuff that I I mean, sure you follow a lot of writers, but like over the last I think that's kind of like the what the strategic would you mention the strategic side of what I was doing? Like, mm-hmm. oh I'm gonna code, I'm gonna do this. I followed a shitload of people like from Microsoft, Amazon, a bunch of like influencers, JavaScript Jabber. Like I'm, I'm like in this ecosystem now and they kind of say the same thing that you're saying. Like they, they warn people about like when you're starting, this is the process. Like this is what happens. This is what you're going to do. This is. Oh yeah. So like as this, the next like month or two goes on, like I, I feel like we'll have a lot more similarities in like the process. So I, yeah, it's, it's already one. It's it freaks me out that there's so many things because we had the conversation where it's like coding and writing are both communication. You're communicating your intentions to a computer and I'm trying to communicate like a story or idea to another human being. You sort of get immediate feedback. I don't get immediate feedback, but we're literally we use words like language, right? You have, is there a sentence? Uh, there's a structure. There's a structure to, I don't know if you'd call it syntax. I don't know necessarily like all the correct words, but there's a structure to shit. Like if it's not put in a correct structure, like yeah. function, what it's called parentheses and then brackets, if it doesn't go in like, and then what it runs is in the brackets and then you can put more parentheses or brackets. It's been, and then like semicolons and shit. Semicolons is like the big one. You'll use semicolons all the fucking time. Semicolons is like a period. Yours reads to, more to like a text the manual line. then, because it's like a list of instructions, right? But the sentence part is there. There's a format to what you have to lay down on the page. Yeah. On the page. I mean, the websites even use page. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, I think we're going to find there's a lot of similarities. I think the approaches are going to be similar. 
I think that uh, if we start, if we get to the point where we want to do something where it's like even looking at the way that say like the CEO of Google talks about coding, if they have something like that, although most CEOs like aren't in it, they're more business, whatever. But um, maybe there's an interview from Google one or something, which is like a hacker group that Google owns. Um, where they yeah, talk about something like, yeah, I bet it's the same as like, um, one of the persons, one of the writers who talks about, um, the sort of like craft when writers really want to talk about writing, they'll call it the craft, right? That's, that's how you know that it's about to get, it's about to get pretty highbrow up in here. Uh, talking about craft. Um, George Saunders talks about craft a lot. Like he, he talks about writing to the sentence level where like, doesn't matter how interesting your story is. If sentence by sentence, you don't keep the reader. They're never going to find out that the whole story is interesting. They give up like so quickly. So you have to make each sentence work. You have to make each sentence like pop. I imagine that when you get to the high level people talking about coding where they're like, I don't want to waste a single line. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want any extra I don't know what the words are, but I bet you're going to run into the exact same sorts of ideas. Yeah. Well, this is why I was watching or listening because like this JavaScript, JavaScript jabber, like these dudes aren't, these guys are like senior developer professional dudes. And like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying most of the time, <laughs> but I understand that like what they're saying is important. Yeah. So I listen and one day I'll connect the fucking dots. But yeah, they do say, they do say a lot of things like that. Like dry, don't, don't repeat yourself. Um, that's a, <laughs> kind of what you were talking about with the you knows oh, um, yeah. like because you can be very repetitive with uh the coding shit as you might have guessed if you're like trying to do the same thing over and over but they said ripe it's like repeat yourself while productive or something like that i don't know i, I can't remember that game but dry is like a super popular one huh um, then you said something else that i was going to tie it into but i forgot what it was we've got plenty of time to talk about all this shit Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. When does your bootcamp actually start? Start Monday. Oh, is next Tuesday going to be a good day for you? I don't know. That's something we need to talk about. Okay. Yeah, we'll, figure, we'll figure something the out. The camp is based out of Europe. So it's going to be oh, from 12 a.m. Be... to 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to fucking see you. The 9 a.m. Yeah. We'll have to fucking catch you after one, record it in the morning, yeah. and then fucking. Maybe. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Hey, look a cat. Nice. <laughs> is it Christ down is here? It. I don't know what side I'm on. This cat. You don't, do you have? You don't have any pets. No, I was pointing to your cat because I don't know where I'll be on the screen. Oh, down this way. Right this there. way. Right there. Yes, yeah. nice. down here. Nice. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, this has been, it's been episode good. one of. Are we going the writer's code or writer's code? Mm, I don't know. Writer's code? What what are you thinking? I sort of liked without the the. Just writer's code. Yeah. 